So last week we talked about, I, I introed a, a new series um, called What's in Your Wallet? And tonight we're going to get into that a little bit further. Uh, so anybody want to guess what we're talking about? Money. We're talking about money? Okay. We're going to be spending the next several weeks between now and Christmas uh, talking about money up, to, up through the 11th of December. We're going to talk about money. Like that's a lot of talk about money. I know. Money's important, okay? We have to do with money. How many of you guys can think of a song about money? Just shout it out. What do you got? I didn't hear what you said. All gold, everything, what you got? Thrift shop, okay. A billionaire, so freaking bad, yeah? Yes. 50 Cent, he named himself after money, good job, yeah? Okay. Um, wow, I feel old because none of the songs that I had written down did y'all think of. Um, Money on my mind. Oh, well, that would be awkward. Yeah, don't sing Disney Channel songs. I was thinking like all about the Benjamins, which is old hip hop. Uh, uh, must be the money, which is also old hip hop. Hey, must be the money, right? Um, money by Pink Floyd, which is even older. Um, I did not say Gold Digger, but that's a good one, right? Kanye, Gold Digger. Um, uh, there's all money, 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 right? Y'all know that one. Okay, so yeah, money's important. We, we, in this world today, we talk a lot about money, okay? How many of you guys have ever had a job? You've ever made money for anything? Babysitting, mowing lawns, you've ever earned money for anything? Okay, most of you guys. Good. So you know when you earn that money, it becomes very important especially. So we're going to talk about money here. Now, how many of you heard this phrase? And don't go to the next slide yet because you're going to think it's time, but it's not yet. Um, money is the root of what? All evil. Money is the root of all evil. How many of you guys have heard that phrase before? Okay, a few of you guys have heard that phrase. Well, did you know that that statement is incorrect? That statement is not correct. Money is not the root of all evil. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. What? Huh? Sin is, oh. So... But here's the thing, that is actually a scripture that money is root of all evil comes from scripture, but the problem is that's not the whole scripture. The scripture is 1 Timothy 6.10 where it says the what? The love of money is the root of all evil. So it's not money that's the root of all evil, it's the love of money that is the root of all evil, okay? So we have to be careful of that because money is not in itself bad, okay? Money is in itself not a bad thing. In fact, it can be a very good thing. Okay, it's when, it's when we love that and it becomes like the most important thing in our lives, that is when it becomes evil. So, we're going to talk about the four reasons, and there's biblical, I'm going I'm to present scripture for each one of these, the four reasons why we have money, the four reasons why we have money at all. How many of you guys have ever been hungry and you needed money to buy food, right? Probably most of us. You borrowed it from me. Some of you have, was that first priority you borrowed money from me that time? Did you ever pay me back? No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, so the first reason that money exists is to meet our needs, right? In today's economy, in the world today, we would not be able to have our needs met without money. That's how we pay bills. That's how we buy food. That's how you turn the heat on when it's cold outside. It's how you turn the AC on when it's hot outside, right? We have to have money to meet our needs, Okay, and we know that God has provided for us. Um, Philippians 4.19 says, My God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So we know that 
money helps us meet our needs. Like, that's a pretty simple one, right? That's not evil in any way. Money's good because without money, we wouldn't, you know, have a roof over our heads. We wouldn't have uh, all the things that we have. So money is a good thing because we have to have our needs met, okay? So that's the first reason for money. Now, along those lines, uh, and that's the, if you've got to fill in the blank there, you can, you can see that there to meet our needs. Uh, along those lines here, money also helps us meet whose needs? Yes. The church and missionaries, yeah. Others, you're looking at the, uh, you're looking at the U version, but that's okay. Yeah, it helps us meet the needs of others. Okay, we know that God has commanded us to be generous and so that, this is one of the big ones, man. You hear some of these people. Here, I'll, I'll tell you guys a story. There's this, uh, this guy. He's a pastor, and I forget his name now. Um, but he wrote a whole book on, on money. It's called The Blessed Life. And uh, he tells the story of he was traveling. He was doing a speaking engagement, and there was a missionary at the service as well. They were both at the same, at the same service. And, and, you know, the, the church took up a love offering for this guy. Okay, they took up a love offering for him. And so the pastor gives him this check after the service. Here's how much we raised for you. He's like, okay, cool. So they go out to dinner. Okay, they go out to dinner. And, it's, you know, it's several people from the church and this guy and, and the missionary. And, and so the Lord starts telling this guy, hey, I want you to give that check to the missionary. I want you to give the missionary that whole check. Now, this man relied on these speaking engagements to make his living, but the and, but, and this was the only one he had that month. So he, he really, this check was going to be just enough to pay his bills. But the Lord started telling him, hey, I want you to bless this guy. I want you to give it to the missionary. So he says, all right, Lord, he gives it to the missionary. Okay, you know, kind of quietly aside. He doesn't make a big deal out of it. Just kind of says, hey, the Lord told me I want you to give this to you. Okay, so they're at dinner. And this other guy from the church comes up to him. And he says, he says hey, I think Pastor Morris, I think is the guy's name. He says, hey, Pastor Morris, you know, do you have that check that the pastor, that our pastor gave you from the love offering? And he's like, well, it's in the car. You know, he doesn't want, he doesn't want to make a big deal about the fact that he gave it away. He's trying to be cool about it. He says, oh, it's in the car. And the guy says, okay, well, well I'd like to see it. I'd like to know, you know, how much it was. And he's, and he's like, well, and he's kind of hemming and hawing. And, and, and finally says, he says, you know what, you know, this is what happened. The Lord told me to give, give the check to this missionary. And this man pulls out of his pocket a check of his own. And he hands it to Pastor Morris. Robert Morris is the guy who wrote this book. And he hands it to Pastor Morris. And that check was for exactly ten times the amount to the penny of the check that the pastor had given the missionary. Now, this man had no idea of knowing how much the love offering had been. He had no idea of being able to... to to discern that or anything like that, he didn't know. He just knew the Lord gave him a number. He was supposed to write a check to this, to this pastor who had come in. And because Robert Morris had obeyed what God told him to do, was generous with that check, he got blessed ten times over with the check down to the cent, down to the cent. So God told us we're supposed to be generous with it, and I'm not telling you that you need to give all your money away right now. You know, I mean, the Lord leads us all in different ways sometimes to be generous, but, but there's, there's scriptural precedence for this too. We, we spent two months almost in Acts chapter 2 this fall, and Acts chapter 245 says they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. Now, most of us here have stuff that we don't use very often, right? How many of you guys got junk in your house? I got junk in my house that I never use. Probably most of us can think of things. Some of you all, that was going to be your white elephant gift, right? For if you were thinking ahead, you're like, oh, man, I was going to use that. Okay, I'm not saying you got to sell everything by any stretch of the imagination, but sometimes we have money so that we can meet the needs of others. You know, we have this stuff, and sometimes there's a way for us to get rid of it 
and help somebody else. So that's the second reason for money, the second reason that God has put money on this earth. Now tell me this. I, I got a question for you. If you won the lottery, and I think we've all had this, this thought. If you won the lottery, what would you do with it? Yes, Angela. Go shopping. Okay, be more specific. What would you shop for? Clothes. Okay, what you got, Angelo? What would you buy with it? You donate some. Okay, you donate all of it? Wow, you're more generous than me. Yes, ma'am. Donate. But what would you shop for? What would you shop for? What would you want? Yes, Ben, I saw that hand next. Electronics, okay. Game Boy, not Game Boys, man. Till my age there. The old Game Boy, woo! What were you going to say, Ben? Laser tag. He'd have his own laser tag arena. That's what I'm talking about. Hope, what you got? A guitar and a new Bible? Yes, Tate. Safe for college, there you go. How, his question is, how much did I win? Just tell me what you're thinking. Just tell me what you're thinking. He would build a house that all of his family that he likes could stay in. He'd buy a plane and just a regular plane. Okay, yes, Ronnie, I see that hand. You would buy SeaWorld. Man, she's thinking big. Not going to lie, if I won the lottery, I'd probably drive the same car. But somewhere in my house, I would have an awesome room full of really ridiculous instruments. Like that's, what, and I'd have a recording studio. I don't even need. No, I'm not driving the church van. I'm driving your 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 cousin's Altima. Um, yeah, I'm driving that for the week. I got in a wreck Sunday. So, uh, but yeah, like I probably wouldn't buy like a mansion. I would just have like a normal house, but with one room full of awesome instruments. Like all the instruments I want, recording stuff. Like that. That's me. That's what I. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd have, like, the nicest drum set and the nicest guitars and really nice trumpet and all that kind of stuff. So, so yes, ma'am. No, Audrey still couldn't play my guitars. Uh, no. And Taylor. A new guitar. There you go. Yeah. So here's the thing. Those things that you want are not necessarily bad. Did you know that God gave us money for enjoyment? It's okay to enjoy Money, and again, going back to 1 Timothy, right after that other scripture in 6.10, in 6.17 it says, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant. How many of you guys know somebody who has money and they're really arrogant about it, right? They're jerks about it, okay? Yeah. It says, do not be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. So God puts stuff on this earth for our enjoyment, you know. So there's nothing wrong with one. Dude, laser tag, Rena, I'm coming to your house. Like, I'm coming to Ben's house. We're playing laser tag, Barney Stinson style, you know. Um, some of y'all some of y'all got that. It's okay. And uh, there was laughter up here. Anyways. So... Uh, we're, we can enjoy things, okay? There's nothing wrong with enjoying things that God has given us money for, okay? Again, we have, to, you know, all this is kind of in moderation. At some point, we need to make sure that our needs are paid for and that we are, are able to help take care of other people's needs. But we can enjoy things with the money that God has blessed us with. You know, if you've been to our house, you know, Wes and I got a nice 50, what was it, 48-inch, 52-inch TV. You know, we got an awesome gaming system. We have a Super Nintendo hooked up to it. Because we're hip and cool. Um, you know, I just bought my new acoustic um, that I've played once, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with enjoying things, okay? But 
You know, we just kind of have to be, again, about moderation in that. Now, there's one more reason. There's, there's one more reason that we have money, okay? Now, one of the, those of you who hear me pray on a regular basis, especially in worship team, like on Sunday morning worship team, what is the one thing that I pray all the time? Like every Sunday it, it comes back. It's kind of one of my recurring themes in prayer. Either Audrey or Amanda, Harley, one of y'all know. Do what? Bless the service, yes. I usually play the verses. Bless the donuts. Bless the donuts we're about to eat. No, that's not what I was going for. Yeah, like when, we're pr- when we pray after worship practice, before church. That's a fair point. Yes, finish that sentence. Yeah, okay, so giving glory to God, right. You know that, see, if you guys know me at all, you know that um, I am very self-confident, borderline cocky sometimes. Uh, I'm self-confident. I can admit that. Uh, but And so it would be very easy for me to make preaching and leading worship all about me, so I have to continually pray, God, let this not be about me. Let this be about you. And that's not to say that I'm good because I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm jacked up and cocky and arrogant, so I have to make sure that I'm giving that to God all the time. But one of the things, that the last thing that we have money for is to be able to worship with it. Right? You hear Pastor Todd on Sunday mornings, he says we're going to worship with our giving a lot of times. That's how he'll intro the offering. Okay, so we can actually worship. Now, in today's culture, we think of worship as music, right? This is the worship time, quote, unquote, and worship goes with music. But worship is about a lot more than that. Worship is about giving of ourselves to somebody who's worthy of it. It's, it's literally giving worthiness and, and describing that. So we can give up give of ourselves and give our money as an act of worship to a God who deserves it. Okay, uh, Romans eleven six 6 says, for him, for him, for from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. So again, it's about giving glory to God, not to ourselves. You see, we talked about people who are arrogant with their money, and they have money, and they want everyone to know that they have money, right? You know these people, right? They go out, they buy a new car so that everybody can go, ooh, look at that cool car they have, or you know, they go out and they spend money just so they, people will know they have it. And again, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the money that God's given us. But when we're spending money, we're using money to make ourselves look good and only ourselves look good, now we're outside of what money is for. Okay, so we have to take a look at ourselves and, and take a look at our bank balances or your wallet or whatever it is and make sure that we are not getting the glory from that and make sure that, you know, like when I bought that new guitar, Dennis cracked me up. I was walking with it, and Dennis goes, hey, you know, I see you got a new guitar. And I said, yeah. And he goes, what, you win the lottery? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't play. But uh, even if I did, I'd probably not win. So, and, and, and you know, it wasn't, and, I, you know, I just told him, I was like, no, I was able to save up. Like, you know, I am blessed enough to have this job, but I also have a couple side jobs. So I substitute, and all that kind of let me save up for that guitar, Okay, but it wasn't because of anything I can do. God's the one who gave me the opportunity to sub and who put that opportunity there. And, you know, I mean, in Florida, I couldn't sub because they had too many. Like, it was the opposite here. Here we don't have enough teachers. So God brought me here, and now I have the opportunity to sub and to teach trumpet lessons. But that's not because of me. You know, it all comes back to God-given abilities. God gave me, you know, talent to be a musician so I can teach music. And, And so we have to make sure that our money... Is giving glory to God. This is an act of worship to God with our with our money, with our checkbook or whatever. We don't have a checkbook. I don't even have it. I don't even write checks anymore. I know y'all will probably never learn how to write a check. Um, and the reason why 
The reason why we have to worship with our money is because it's really not ours. Okay, money is not ours. Uh, when you were born, you did not come into the world with a wallet full of cash. That would be awesome. But we all came into the world the same way, and that was naked and broke. All right? We all came into the world just like that. Um, some of us, never mind. Uh, I'm just going to leave that be. But, you know, we all came into the world without anything to ourselves. Our parents may have given us money, right? Maybe get an allowance, or again, you earn money. But you didn't start with any money. And so, really, none of it was yours to begin with. So we have to remember that. Going back to Deuteronomy, it says, But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. God gives us the ability to make money. Right? God gives us certain abilities that we can use. And like I said, you know, God gave me some musical abilities, and I've developed those. And yes, I use those to make some money. But, but it's not because I'm that good, because God didn't have to give me that musical ability. Right? Some of y'all are good at mechanical things, you know, mechanical stuff. I know Harley likes to take things apart and put them back together. And, and he might be able to make some money out of that one day. You may be good with cars, and you can make money that way. But it's not because of ourselves. It's because God gave us that ability. And, and, and it uses that word wealthy there. Um, and actually, I had a, uh, an illustration here, but I'm not going to use it. I'm going to use a different illustration that I heard yesterday. So yesterday at First Priority, we had this cool speaker. He was from Kenya, okay, that Permian. He was all the way from Kenya, had a great, you know, African accent, and, uh, and he was telling Sea Lunch, he didn't tell A-Lunch this, but he was telling Sea Lunch that in Kenya, they can build a house for $400, okay, $400 for a house. Now, how many of you guys have an iPhone? Many of you, I know. Okay, that iPhone is worth what a house is worth in Kenya, okay? So if you think that you're not wealthy, you're wrong, okay, if you have a house over your head, if you eat out more than once a week, you know, if you go to Starbucks ever, you're doing all right, I promise, okay? The fact that we live in America and we're all dressed makes us one of the, one of the uh, highest income people in the world. So um, we are all pretty wealthy in America, okay? Most of, you know, maybe not necessarily in compared to our neighbors, they're just more wealthy, but we're all really wealthy, okay? So how many of you guys ever put... Like in your car, you put money in the little ashtray, right? You said, right? We literally put money in the trash can, okay? Literally, we do that here. That's weird. And that's something only Americans do, I think. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, someone will pick, the, yeah, in Africa, she's saying somebody will pick the money out of the trash. Hey, I'm with you, you know. But, but like, how many of you guys hate pennies? I hate pennies. I'll leave a penny on the floor in a second. I hate, they're worthless. Oh, I wish we'd get rid of them, Right? But in other countries, they're like, what? Dude, are you kidding me? That's like a meal, right? So we got to remember that, that God gave us wealth, um, but it is him who gives us that abil ability to confirm his covenant, and it is not of our own good or of our own doing that we have any money. So this is kind of an overview of the series. Over the next several weeks, we're going to get really specific on some, some uh, elements of, of finances and stuff that maybe you're not thinking about yet, but it's time for you to. Like I said, most of you guys have already earned money at some point, so it's time to get into the kind of this stuff. Um, but as I close tonight, I just want to remind you a little bit of this, okay, is that money, everything we have with money, we can choose to enjoy it. We can choose to, to provide for our own needs. We can choose to provide for the needs of others. We can choose to worship with it. But it all comes back to choices, like I talked about last week. And we have to make sure we're making the right choices with our money. And so the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about that. And then, uh, and then we'll get into the new year. I've got a whole new series lined up that I'm really excited about that.
So let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. Thank you for the chance to come together and hang out and uh, learn about your word. God, I pray that you would, God, just help us to make good choices with our money. We may not have much yet. Some of these guys may not, uh, ha- don't have jobs and they, you know, they don't have a lot of money in their pocket, God, but every dime is important. And, and Lord, I pray that you would, uh, God, just help us to make good choices with our money. Help us to give generously. Help us to be smart with the way we provide for ourselves. And yes, help us to enjoy things because you've given us things to enjoy. And above all, God, let our money be, be to glorify you and not to ourselves, not for anything we can do. God, but because of you and because of your goodness that we have in it all. Um, I pray that these guys would have a good week as they go and as they come back again next Wednesday. Um, God, just that they would be safe and they would be blessed. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.